Welcome to Nut News by Select Harvest USA, one of the world's largest producers of almonds. They're doing it all from growing and processing to packaging. See how they deliver the highest quality products at scale. Think we're a little nuts? Find out on Nut News. Welcome to Nut News. I'm Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Coming up on the program, Bob Nunes, the CEO of Select Harvest USA, is going to have a conversation with today's host, Sean Heath, about the various factors that affect the almond harvest. And they're going to talk about some of the key facts and figures that drive supply and demand in the industry and even tackle the sticky subject of tariffs and the impact that they can have as well. So it's going to be a jam-packed show. I can't wait to bring it to you. So without further ado, let's dive into that conversation between Sean Heath and Bob Nunes, the CEO of Select Harvest USA, coming up next here on the podcast. All right, so let's get into the serious talk because I know this is a pretty, um, I don't want to say nervous time, but this is a very high energy time for the almond industry because the monthly almond report has just come out. And that's that's a pretty big deal, right? Uh, yes, it is. Um, and, you know, some of the reports, uh, that, like they come out uh, an- uh, monthly, uh, and but some months are... Uh, are more interesting than others. A more critical time of the year, and and this is a a very critical time of the year for the the, the almond industry is uh, because we have just come through the uh, the bloom period. So you sh- you kind of are sorting to get an idea of what this year is going to look like. Uh, yes, we are in in March is when the almonds uh, crop blooms and the the. During that blooming process is when the bees are are distributed through the through the orchards, and that's where the pollination um, happens, and that's where you start to form next year's crop. So there's always a lot of speculation because um, what next year's crop uh, potential can be uh, certainly affects the pricing for the current crop as well as next year's crop. Um, and we experienced some very uh, challenging weather uh, during the bloom period uh, this year. It was there was excessive amount of rain um, and in some cool periods and windy periods. Um, so the the outcome of this year's crop is not been determined yet. It's the bloom has just com- has just been finished, and it's going to take a period of time to see how many of those flowers. Uh, are going to be converted into into almonds. Now, I'm I'm curious because there, as you mentioned, there are a lot of factors that go into the success of this particular industry: um, rain, other weather conditions, uh, all kinds of environmental factors. How uh, how finicky is the the life of an almond? Like, how are they relatively hardy? Are they somewhat picky? What's the what's the actual uh, toughness of an almond? Uh, the almonds are they're they're a they're a very hardy um, commodity of plant. Uh, it, it's just that the time of the year of, of of the bloom is the most sensitive. So they bloom early in the year, and then once they the nuts uh, begin to form, and when they what they call slip out of their jackets and become exposed to the uh, environment, if if we get freezing weather. Uh, in late March, early April, it can destroy a crop. Usually that's more isolated. It's not so much widespread. 
once you get past the, th the threat of frost and the, and the nuts size up, uh, then you're pretty much home free in, until harvest just with proper irrigation and cultural practices. So not to ruin the dramatic reveal, uh, what does it look like just for this year? Unknown. There's a lot of anxiety because of all of the poor weather during the bloom. It, the cool weather uh, kept the bloom uh, extended. It was a long bloom. Um, but the various varieties uh, overlapped each other because you need a you need two varieties to to pollinate uh, uh, an, an almond flower. It just depends on um, how much bee activity w we got. We're not going to know that yet for probably another month or so. Now we talk about environmental factors, and you've mentioned bees a couple of times. So I want to just take a brief side. Uh, track here and touch on the fact that bees are critical to the success and the survival of the almond. Is that correct? Uh, well, it is. Yes, it, it is. It's critical for the pollination. Um, most, most growers, they put somewhere between two and three hives of bees per acre. Um, and they hope for as good a weather conditions to allow the bees to come out of their hives and and uh, and fly into the orchards and and, and cross-pollinate. Once the bees have done their work, then it's up to, um, you know, then it's up to Mother Nature and, and hopefully the weather uh, cooperates post-bloom and we don't get too cold a weather um, and we get, you know, fairly warm weather post-bloom to allow the, uh, you know, the flower to um, to materialize into an almond. Now, growers and handlers face an awful lot of issues in getting almond from plant to market. And I'm curious, just while we're talking about bees and pollination and the bloom, is that something that could be done on scale in a greenhouse controlled environment, or is it just too too large of a of an undertaking to to enclose that way. Yeah, no, these are they're, these are large trees. These orchards are are, are not they could you couldn't scale them for a uh, a nursery type setting. Uh, they you grow the potted plants. You can start the you know the the process in a nursery, but then it it has to be planted. And speaking of that, there's 1.3 million acres of almonds planted, 1.1 bearing. So there is a lot of almonds in the ground in in California, and that's part of the equation to estimate next year's crop. It's a combination of bearing acres and potential acre. Let's talk about shipments for a second. Uh, the March report came out for February and um, shipped 187 million pounds for the month of February. And that brings the year-to-date total of shipments to uh, approximately 1.4 billion pounds. And that's within 1% of last year's shipments. So the 18, the 2018 almond crop, the one that we're marketing now, um, uh, was 2.262 billion pounds. And it's expected, there's probably a little bit of, of almonds yet to be delivered. Uh, we're expecting something just north of 2.27 billion, which is about a, but it's well below what NAS, the National uh, Agricultural Statistics Service estimated. They're estimating 5 billion so we're coming in at a two two seven. Uh, so the supply was drained significantly from the estimate, uh, and we've had very strong shipment numbers uh, compared year to date. So now we're about halfway through the 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 ship the marketing year, 
And now you have to determine with the balance of the crop that's unsold, what what do you do? Do you are prices going to go up or down because of next year's an, anticipated crop? And so the uh, that's where the angst comes in at this time of year. Well, you talk about that surplus. What are some of the factors that are driving the market that would sort of determine what happens to that surplus? Well, right now, supply and demand is in in fairly good balance. I, w- I would say there is there is the expectation was there to be a bigger a, a large crop for 2019 uh, because there's more bearing acres and we've had some weather issues the last couple blooms. Um, and so we're expecting a, a large crop. And with that expectation, prices adjust accordingly downward. Um, now with this cloud, so to speak, over the uh, the bloom, uh, we're not so sure that it's going to be a, um, a a large yield per acre or large overall 2019 crop. Uh, so the, the domestic uh, market is, is kind of carrying the way. There was trade war fears um, regarding the tariffs, uh, and that's reflected in a static non-parole price. Uh, additionally, China has a free trade agreement with Australia, and we'll be covering more of their needs from Australia. Uh, so, and, and most export markets have purchased um, on an as-need-be basis, and they're still needing to cover. So there's still more demand to come, uh, and they're waiting to see, the customers are waiting to see also what's the potential next year's crop. Uh, so uh, do they need to buy hand-to-mouth, or do they need to buy their transition, um, and, and at what price levels? So. Now those answers are going to start to be, those questions are going to start to be answered uh, in the next few weeks. As we go year to year, because this is obviously very much a year to year um, focused uh, business, what are some of the changes that you have seen just recently? Let's say in the past two or three years, have you seen anything that has either given you optimism or has caused you some concern? Uh, Overall, it's been very optimistic. Uh, the demand for almonds uh, at, at virtually all levels uh, is is increasing, and what's been um, what's been restraining the, um, the 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 shipments or the increase in demand has been the, has been the uh, the supply. So there's certainly as supply grows, there's there's definitely demand to uh, to absorb it. Uh, so there's no there's not a real concern about oversupply. Um, Obviously, a very big market got affected this year, which is China, and we're hoping that the U.S. and, and China come to a, a resolution on the tariff issues and, and get some kind of a trade agreement in place, and that should open up uh, that market again um, for next year's crop. But talking to our customers, most every customer in their R&D, in their product development, a, a large percentage, I would say over a majority of their products are including something with almonds in it. Uh, and, and that's driven by the health consciousness of, of, the, of the almonds and its versatility to be able to be uh, flavored. You can, it, it's, a, it's a neutral nut as far as flavor. So you can alter its flavor by coating it and seizing it. Uh, it, it does well in, in candies. It does well in bars. It's high in protein. There's just a lot of positive information that continues to come out about almonds. 
and and the consumers have definitely got the message. Now, as we talk about almonds, technically it's similar to a pit, like an apricot or a peach pit. It's considered a nut. Yes, it's probably technically a seed, um, but it definitely is in the in the tree nut category. And it does seem that almonds are pretty versatile, right? So this, uh, when you have these concerns about the weather and the length of the bloom and the impact, it impacts a lot more than just the cans of almonds I see on the store at the grocery. Oh, absolutely. The The majority of almonds are used as an ingredient in, in confectionery, uh, snacks, in uh, breads and cereals. Uh, and there's a lot of new development of products coming uh, coming all the time. There's matter of fact, um, this was something I wasn't going to talk about today, but we are um, we are uh, in the process of opening an innovation center in in our facility. We're we're putting in an innovation kitchen. Uh, we've hired a uh, an outside chef, and we are going to be outreaching to customers on how to develop new products for almonds. So we we want to reach out to the customers and help them develop new products. Well, I don't want to spill the beans, so to speak. <laughs> so we will cease any additional talks about that, and we'll roll that into our next podcast when I have another opportunity to talk to you. Then I would love to have a chance just to hear some of the neat ideas that you have and some of the, the new moves that you think companies can make. Uh, does that sound like a, a fair trade-off? That sounds like a great idea. Perfect. I love that. Well, today it has been my pleasure to have a conversation with Bob Nudis. He is the CEO for Select Harvest USA. Bob, thank you so much for taking the time today. I wish you the just the best of weather and the best of success, and I definitely look forward to talking to you again very soon in the future. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the next opportunity. 